What is going on? It is Horseshoe Pride Podcast. I don't even know what episode it is, but I just know that we are back after like a bajillion week hiatus. Uh, <laughs> hello, everyone. Welcome to the show. That's it. That's my introduction. That's all you get today. <laughs> What's up, Meg? Yeah, we back. We, we've we been busy, man. We've been busy. Meg had her birthday. Happy belated birthday to oh, you, Meg. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Appreciate she it. was gone. She was out, you know, in the in the tropics for the draft. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so you in know, the tropics is wild. <laughs> yeah, she was out in the tropics for the draft. Boom got some some booming news. Um, <laughs> business is booming. <laughs> business is booming for Boom. Uh, you know, Chip Chip is finally back. Chip be traveling like crazy. Um, he, I'm just trying to. I'm just trying back. to be like Chip when I grow up. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> And then, you know, me and Kev, we just been, you know, we've been in the cut, low key, you know, just, you know, doing our thing. But first, you know, let's, let's, let's get over here to Boom real quick. Cause Boom, you know, business is booming for you right now, dog. <laughs> um. Let's go. Triple B, big baller. Hey, let boom. everybody know, let everybody know what happened to you, man. I ain't even gonna lie, man. I thought, I was like, man, you know what? Just go die down. People go forget about it. You know, they go forget about it. Then I heard Meg say, yeah, we got to talk about Boom getting that money. Nah, um, honestly, man, I was just out, you know, seeing the tweet from him. And literally, when I tell you, I was just looking at, um, I got on Bleacher Report, and I was just looking at the draft board, who else was available. And literally, I was just strolling, and I said, oh, there goes this kid. Right, just let me, I'll pick him and throw him in there. And when I tell you, like, when I I was sitting there and I saw the name come across my phone, I said, that name looked familiar. <laughs> and I got on, I got back on Twitter. I was like, oh, shit. Like, I was sitting there like, whoa. And I started looking through, through the tweets. I'm like, anybody else say something? Anybody else say something? And I ain't see nothing. And I just started seeing people say, you know, tagging me saying he got it first. And I'm like, yo. And then Jim Mercer tweeted my name on it. And I was like, yo, this is real. Okay. Boom from the logo. So I swear, <laughs> hey, I felt like Curry with it. When I seen the name, I was like, I felt like Curry. Like I got just shot it and then I turned away and I had a mean face looking. Like, yeah, yeah, I did that. <laughs> I did that. So, oh, yeah, that's worth throwing uh, your mouth guard in the stands for, boom. Oh, yeah. Right. yeah. Thanks. Nah, that's, that's, who, that's who was it, who was it this stands. year? It was uh, that's Stefan Diggs type. That's Stefan Diggs. Throw, take, throw the helmet away. Just throw it. That's, <laughs> that's who it was this year. Dejon Johnson uh, was drafted by the Rams from Toledo, defensive end. That's, Mr. That's the Relevant, name Boom throughout. Right? I don't know how you throw that name out there. Just... He told you he just picked it randomly. Bro, I, just, I literally <laughs> just looked at the draft board. I literally just like, looked at the draft like, board mm, and I just started good. scrolling. I literally, I just started scrolling and I'm like, eh, probably be this kid. I literally, I, I just copied and pasted his name on there and was like, yeah, you know, if What's I win, I win. Name? If I don't, I don't. Like usually, I don't win it, so I'm like, mm, I just throw it out there. So, but when I seen the name come across. <laughs> I just like, yo. Did you see this comment? Hey, Jay, from Jay already telling you, hey, let me hold some. <laughs> Justin's like, hey. put me on, man. <laughs> man, hey, look, if I ain't had to worry about taxes, 
I'll definitely be looking out, but I got to make sure I pay these taxes on it, and I still got to hold some money. I'm going to spend a little bit, but a majority of it I'm going to still put away. Nah, man, you know, tell, Ursa to, tell Ursa to pay them taxes for you, dog. Oh, God. You the, hey, he needs you the full 10000 He needs to. Might as well. I mean, that was a... That I was mean, he get a dark. tax right off on it anyway. It's charity, right? It's a giveaway. Oh, hey. hey, like, for real, you know? That's why like, it's taking think... four weeks sir, for you to get it or however... Four, like, yeah, I'm like, man, when I said four, when I said four to five weeks, I was just like, man, but I, I wasn't tripping, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a blessing, you know, and, and Thanks. what, you know, what, what we tend to forget also is that I'm getting the Anthony Richardson signed jersey. Yeah. So that too, that too. I got to make sure I uh go ahead and frame that and put it up in my house, you know, something to have, you know, later down the road, you know, it might be expensive. You know, in the next uh ten or fifteen years. So And that's a never know. that's a good segue, man. That's a good segue. Anthony Richardson. Oh man, Colts NFL draft take him number four overall. Listen, I'm a I, I want to get y'all's thoughts on this draft, you know, especially the, the number four pick, but I'm gonna just tell y'all this, right? So I'm sitting here, I'm I'm at my computer during the draft, right? And I'm doing a um a like a draft watch party with with some people off of Twitter and everything. Um, shout out to them. We all in here on the draft watch party. I'm drinking because I'm like, I'm nervous. I, I, and it's like, I'm about to get picked, right? It's like, I'm they about to call my name. I'm nervous as hell over here. And so uh, it gets to number four. And they're like, everybody shut up. Everybody shut up. Don't say nothing. Don't say nothing. Let's see Lucy see, see it himself. Let him see it himself. My hand, I, text, I text, you know, I'm like, man, my hand is shaking. My my hand is shaking, and I, I said sent my girl a video of me like my hand hovering over my mouse, and my hands just shaking, just trembling. And I'm like, bro, <laughs> like my nerves were on a hundred, dog. And then as soon as they called the name, I threw off my headset, start yelling. I'm pretty sure you know the whole complex heard me. I'm just like, let's fucking go, let's go. <laughs> just happy as hell. Hey, I was right there. Just happy you. as hell, man. So how did y'all feel about uh the coach taking Anthony Richardson at number four? So I want I want to piggyback off of you. So I, I was traveling. <laughs> uh I was in Punta Cana for, for the draft. And uh she was in the tropics, man. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was. I was in Punta Cana for the draft. And I'm not gonna lie, I had been searching for a stream, a live stream of the draft because <laughs> at, like I Every possible channel at the hotel was like anything but NFL Network, anything but ABC. Like, just if you name it, the hotel had it, but those channels. So I'm like, <sighs> so then I'm trying to like, I have YouTube TV at home, I'm trying to watch YouTube TV. YouTube TV is like, hey, you're not even at home. You're not even in the country. This is only <laughs> in the United States. Like, you tried it. <laughs> so literally, the only way I was able to follow the draft for that first day was through my notifications that I have turned on. So I'm like, Oh, great. Wonderful. Like, this is going to be great. I can't watch this live. So I'm sitting there chilling. We're uh, outside. We're about to watch a, uh, this is, this is how you know that I was traveling with a bunch of folks who don't, follow the NFL draft like that because they're like oh let's go get drinks let's go to dinner let's go watch this live show afterwards and I, meanwhile I'm like y'all the draft starts in 15 minutes like what are we talking about here uh, <laughs> so so I'm watching these notifications come through or whatever and I'm like I, like you know how you see something and you're like 
you read it out loud, but your brain doesn't really register like what you're reading. So I'm like, with the number four pick, the Indianapolis Colts select, and I'm like, Anthony Richardson? Anthony Richardson? Like, I'm repeating it out loud <laughs> for myself. Like and, looking uh, around for the prankster? Like, who, like who honestly, honestly, because the thing is, like, I think we talked about this, you know, we've been, and I, we've been talking about it for months now, but it feels like all the things I've been saying about the Colts not moving up, sitting where they wanted to, getting their guy, like, you know, people were asking – Hey, do you think they would Chris Bowen would actually move? And I'm like, ah, eh, he's more likely to sit. He's actually more likely to trade back if you, you know you really want to be honest. Um, and so like the fact that they were able to sit and grab him was great. Um, it also was a realization that Will Levis would not be our quarterback. So that was like the I think the other like, part of this like realization when I read this, that I was like, okay, so they actually like they did it. They really did it. So I, I think my first reaction was like disbelief. And then it kind of like set in for me after that, but definitely a, a disbelief that they actually were able to get a guy that they were really high on and had been high on and been scouting for the better part of two years and pretty much like fall right into their lap. They had a, a lot of luck, pun intended, um, happen to, 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 they had a lot of luck go down in order for that to happen. So. <sighs> <laughs> Better you than me. This would be a great place to to give a shout out to a VPN company that wants to to sponsor our podcast. Because, you know, you you can watch that stuff live if you use a VPN and IP spoof from the U.S. Because I I had to do the same thing. Uh, And it. Yeah, so if, if one of those unnamed companies says they don't sponsor us yet, we're not going to give you give you a plug. If you want to sponsor us, we'll be happy to plug you. So you heard that right? Like that that was Chip's casual. Like you know, when I'm out gallivanting the world, um, <laughs> I, I usually use a VPN if I want to watch any coverage. Like, <laughs> but what's crazy too is that finding out that Anthony Richardson was the guy all along. Like right. Chris Ballard yeah. knew like a month ago. He knew back in March that this was the guy that he was he was going to get like this hey man I, and i understand you know gms can say whatever they want after the draft and it could be gospel right like it could be taken either with a worth a grain of salt or it could be legit what happened but i really think that they really were on anthony richardson the whole time i mean this is who they really wanted yes they, they they did their due diligence on everybody else, but Anthony Richardson was the guy that they really wanted. And you could tell in the excitement that they had when it was the Texans that jumped ahead of uh, ahead of us rather than like the Raiders or the Titans. So, you know, I, I thought that was that was pretty dope. Um, but Chip, Kev, um, Boom, how did y'all feel about this draft pick, man? So, um, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, all right. Uh, so from Chris Ballard's perspective, First off, I, I am glad. I said before the draft, I want to see him target somebody and then go get him and hang your draft on a on a a, a high draft pick for a quarterback. Uh, from that perspective, I don't even so much care if it works out or not. He he had the player, he targeted it, he went and got him, and I'm just I'm really happy to see that. Now, having said that, the more you get to know Anthony Richardson, how can you not like the kid? I mean, you want nothing exactly. but but absolute success from 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 this guy, I, I, and I'm really excited to see what he's going to do. Yeah, the more the more he talks, the more they <laughs> interview him, the more stuff that I mean, I understand it's all PR, right? Like it's it's PR stuff that they're putting out about him. But the fact is, and 
actually i don't even know if it's if you can call it pr because it's stuff it's that he's actually him. doing like he's actually doing these things like i think uh, uh i don't uh, uh i don't know the dude's name um but there there's a, a twitter guy that covers or a podcaster that covers you know the Colts or whatever um, but he was talking about how Anthony Richardson had stayed behind and helped clean up after the rookies uh, imposium or whatever, whatever they were doing. I'm probably screwing up everything, but whatever they were doing, um, he stayed and helped them clean up because he was like, we destroyed this place. We should be the ones cleaning it up. And he helped the the servers and all of that clean up the plates and like into that place was spotless. And then he left. And even they told him, like, you don't have to stay here and do this. And he was like, nah, you know. I, I do like I want to and he did it so I mean it's just like the more you get to know him and the more that comes out about him it's like I mean I know a couple of people that don't really like him or they don't like any wow. of the stuff that comes up about, about him but wow. you know that's neither here nor there but have a vested interest in that though <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> but the more that the more that that comes just you don't you may not even like him as the football player but just his character and him as a person like he's I mean, he seems like a genuine that. person you know that Chris Ballard is really high on character, right? Like that's the first yeah. thing that he looks at whenever he drafts guys. Like it's it's not, I mean, forget the the physical traits or the tools that you got. Like, are you a good person? Like, can we, can we hang our hat on you and your morals and what you stand for? And I'll say this, I would even argue that it's not just PR. Like Anthony Richardson has been Anthony Richardson in every single spot that I've seen him. Like whether it's small clips, long clips, whatever it is, like you get the same vibe from him um, every single time super I, I would say that he's super aware of himself as well like he knows his limitations right and he's able to speak to that in a, in a way that doesn't necessarily feel like okay this kid's in over his head right um and I think that the Colts knew that but they also I think draft him just for the yeah I mean the, all the vibes really I, I mean I hate to say like you know hey the vibes are immaculate but that's basically what like the vibes are immaculate with this kid um and I think that Colts Nation is really gonna love him um in turn from that standpoint gives me a lot of and i, I don't want to compare him this but it, this is the best example i have gives me a lot of the vibes that luck had when luck was drafted people just loved his kind of happy-go-lucky you know kind just of loved his ball. energy and everything yeah he was he was yeah. always himself and you appreciated that about him right like and no matter what you know in what way he was presented and i think and he, that you ar just seems that. like a big old kid just a big old kid. He, I mean, he, and I mean, he he's is. twenty. He's, yeah, he's about to turn twenty-one, so he's. I mean, yeah. he's about to be legal here in a couple of weeks, and he's still, <laughs> <laughs> he's still, you know, got that boyish kind of charm about him. But it's yeah. it's, it's in the best way possible. And James is AR five now. No more AR fifteen. AR five. AR five. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I know. He's I gave him a hard caliber. time for carrying a football everywhere. <laughs> I know. Meg, I, I, I kind of gave him a hard time for that on Tuesday, but I've seen the light. I've come around. It's been a long two days since then, and uh, I on, you am gave him a, you gave him You gave him crap for what? I gave him a hard time for carrying the football everywhere. I thought that was one step too far where I was like, all right, man, come on. What, 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 you don't need to listen, do all of that. Listen, Kev, <laughs> But I'm back now. I'm on board. Listen, I'm fully invested. Both feet. Like, if you're no, Kev, listen, that's, that's a real thing, though. Like that, that, that's a real thing. Carrying the football around, like just – I don't when I was in college, we used to do the same thing. Like a couple of us, like we would carry a football around, whatever, throw it around while we're in like the cafeteria, stuff like that. Like that's a that's a real thing. Like so I loved it. it. That just lets me know he <laughs> loves football. Like he loves the game of football. Yeah. And it it, it it's I am excited with everything that I've seen. And I I was in a similar situation as you, C Lou. I was stuck on a live stream and uh 
our boys had this great idea. Whenever your team was up, you got put front and center on a stream yard situation like this. Everyone else got put to the side, and they just sat and watched you sweat. So, of course, I had to go first. So I'm just sitting here, you know, like no whammies, no whammies, no Will Levis, no Will Levis. Um, and, you know, we got it. Um, and so then I had the uh, advantage of sitting next to Titans fans who then got to be there when they did get Will Levis, but that's not, we're not here to talk about that today. So I will, I will hand it to boom. I don't think we've gotten boom's reaction to the pick yet. Oh, um, Gary's big baller boom over there. He was not even worried about none of that. It's like, wait, what pick? No. <laughs> um, nah, man, I was, I was really, I was kind of like, see what I was sitting there low key shaking. Like, I'm like, man, come on. Like, this is like some, some culture changing type of stuff that's going on, you know, to, to go from having what five to six different quarterbacks the past couple of years to finally landing a potential franchise quarterback, like let's be let's be real here, the last two quarterbacks that we've had that we've drafted, you know, in the top five, have been some very generational talents. So you know that puts him up there with them, and you know honestly, I feel like. This was the right pick because it changes the dynamics of what we've seen in our quarterback room. We we have it. I mean, I know Andrew was athletic, but Anthony is like he's an alien. You know, he really gets out there and he does his thing. Um, I remember seeing him probably, I want to say this was maybe his freshman year maybe sophomore when he had came in for, um, what was the name? Emory Jones. Um, and he just dominated and they was like, Oh, you know, this is going to lead to some quarterback controversy. And at the time I was like, man, this kid is out there killing. Cause he was. And then, you know, just to see how, it, how he handled everything last year, but, you know, having a new offensive coordinator, you know, and all that, it was like, you know, he's young. First year starting, hey, things happen. You know, it comes with the comes with the territory. But to see how he reacted when he got picked and how he just, you know, reacted afterwards and hearing him in interviews and things like that, to even seeing him when he first strolled out onto the field, it was a really good feeling to have a quarterback that is – you know, uplifting and ready to really go out there and learn and not just learn, but want to take over the game because, I mean, he has that athletic ability. You know, we just have to work it into him. And I feel like Shane and the coaching staff is really going to be able to, you know, get him in that room and really get those those gears and those wheels turning and get him out there doing some uh, really good things. So I expect, you know, it might be – it might be crazy, but I expect this team to, you know, be in a double digits and win. Oh, first man. season? Oof. First season? That's great. See, listen, that's what happens when you get a little money. You start getting confident. You're like, oh, yeah. yeah, give me them ten, so, give me them double digits. So well, I don't you know, know this offense any... could was that? Oh no, go ahead, Chip. Go ahead. This offense could be really exciting. Uh it's a really young offense and uh you look down at the rest of the draft. Y'all can join me over here in the, the draft homer corner because I, I think Ballard nailed this draft, got some weapons so, for the offense, so, some stuff to, to build around. 
and they may be inconsistent. They may not be uh, always fantastic, but they're going to have the potential to be really entertaining next season. So that's, you know, I want to give myself a pat on the back real quick. (laughs) um, I feel like I was in the war room with them. You know, I was in the draft room with them because I swear to God, and y'all all follow me on Twitter. Y'all have se- y'all seen it. Like I swear, I would throw out a name or be like, okay, I I, I just want us to get either this guy or this guy, which was uh uh Rush and Jalen Jones. I'm like, I just want to get either him or him. We got both of them. Like <laughs> you you were like both. three in a row in, in the third round. Yeah. I something like that. Do- yeah, because I said I, I said Blake Freeland double A. Uh, not Julius Brents, but Darius Rush. We got all three in the in the uh, the third round or the fourth and uh, what was it? We got double A and fourth and fifth in the yep. fourth round, and then we got Darius Rush in the fifth round. And I was like, I want Darius Rush or or Jalen Jones. Just give me one of them, and I'm good. We got both of them. I said Jones. something about double A. We got double A. Said something about I. Y'all knew I wanted Julius Brents. I think we all wanted Julius Brents because he's yeah, a home, he the, homegrown he kid. Um. We got Julius Brents. Josh Downs, I wanted him. Man, but again, it was man. one of those picks that was like, <laughs> hold on, Ballard really took him? Like, <laughs> Listen, listen. What? All right. So you know how I've been talking. I've been beating the drum for undersized wide receivers yeah, for like yeah, months for now saying receivers. like, hey, dude, if you would just step away from your big body guys, like there's some nice talent here. But I said it like maybe like a week or two ago like i didn't bother putting josh downs on the list because i'm like he's gonna be long gone by the time that we even pick like i don't even know i'm not even gonna get myself like upset because i just know he's gonna be gone so i think you saw it when like when he got drafted my tweet was like we got josh downs like close got drafted like it was disbelief the fact that he was still available and Non-cold the, the fans here. were texting me, being like, "Oh my God, you guys got Josh Downs!" So I was Did like, you, "Are so you I a Vikings fan?" I don't know if you saw. Uh, I don't know if you saw the the podcast last night. Uh, so me and Drake Wally from Horseshoe Huddle were on uh, tour the AFC South on Mike Patton's podcast, and Drake said he talked about that big draft guide that Destin and uh, and a couple other guys from Horseshoe Huddle like put together. Josh Downs was in that draft guide of like two hundred plus players, but it basically said like, "Hey." He's amazing. He's wonderful. We really think he would be a great fit the, for but the Colts. He's not coming to Indy. But he's not coming to Indy. <laughs> like they're not drafting him. Basically, but like he's fact, amazing, and we think he would fit spectacularly. But he's not coming here. The so. fact we got him in the third round, which he's projected to go top fifty, right? He's projected yeah, to go top fifty. Crazy. We got him in the third round with the 70 79th pick, while they were trying for thirty minutes to trade to up to up. get him. Yes. <laughs> Insane. And he still fell to us. So listen, I'm with you, Chip. Like, I think Ballard did a really good job in his draft. And even at the like towards the end of the draft, uh, me and a couple people were talking about okay, we gotta go, we gotta at least go right guard somewhere in the draft, right? Like, we gotta go right guard. Um, and I was like, Voorhees is still out there. We didn't get Voorhees, and so somebody had commented on it when Voorhees went to the Ravens, and I was like, Well, you know, Emil uh uh I'm probably butchering his name is still out there and so i was like he's still out there we still we still can get a quality right guard he goes undrafted and is the first signing for the colts <laughs> like hey they listen, hey, they probably had him on speed down soon as the yeah, draft immediately because it it wasn't the draft wasn't even over and he had signed with the colts like i think it was it was it announced that he was coming to the colts the draft wasn't even over and 
I think it was after our last pick though, and then we immediately signed him. And um, I mean, and I so that would have called him up immediately because he was projected to go in the fourth or fifth round, and mm-hmm. then he slid because I I guess there was some injury stuff that people were concerned mm-hmm. with at the combine, his mm-hmm. knee or something like that. Yeah. Um, but man, if he listen, if he holds up, like if health is 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 good, and he holds up, <laughs> listen. We're good on that right side of the line, hey, especially Blake Freeland can play right. left or right. Mm-hmm. You said what, Boom? I said this will be a sick draft if he sticks. Yes, mm-hmm. and then not only that, but the draft was great. Like I, I, I enjoyed the draft not only because I got a lot of players that I wanted. Um, I feel like Chris Ballard finally listened to me, or like he checked my Twitter <laughs> that morning or something, and he was like, "All right." See, Lou might know what he's talking about he's a little bit. These are all burner. players on our board. Let's just go get them. You know, maybe I don't know what it was, right? You know, we just had a connection. Maybe it's the Chris and Chris connection. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I, I really don't know. But <laughs> the, the fact that we got all of those dudes and then we have a wealth of talent at tackle, <laughs> like just a wealth of talent at offensive tackle. You got Blake Freeland. We still got Bernhard Raymond. You still got Braden Smith. Um, then we get the wit guy towards the end of the draft. Jake Witt. Um mm-hmm. yeah, Jake Witt. Then we get which all of these dudes are former tight ends. That's just crazy to me too. Um but you know they like athletic players. Um then we get Lachance, which is the other tackle that played with Blake, uh, Blake Freeland oh, at yes. BYU. Yes. Um and I don't know man. <laughs> I'm I'm excited. Like I think we had a really good draft. It, I would assume all of us believe that as well, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, would, and is this is oh, this a bit ahead. of a philosophical change for Ballard? And if so, are we going to have to come up with an antonym for beef with Ballard for when we need to give him credit for, for doing things we like? Credit to Chris. Mm. There, you <laughs> there you go. No, I mean, that's a fair point, though, because I feel like with 12 picks, when I first saw that, like that we had 12 picks, I was like, okay, there's no way like we're going to be able to get quote-unquote quality picks for all 12 picks, right? Um, I think, though, we did a really great job. Let me say this. I was hype at the Richardson pick. I was like, okay, cool. But then you traded back twice, and you still got Julius Brents. Like, I was through the roof because Brents was on my radar, and Keely Ringo was the other guy who I was like, all right, either one of these guys in the second I would be thrilled with. Like, really, I thought Keely Ringo might be the guy because I figured somebody was going to snatch Julius Brents, like, immediately, especially after he tore up the combine. Super explosive athlete. The tape is phenomenal, too, when you turn it on. Um, And, yeah, I just didn't didn't get my hopes up because I was like, okay, which one do I think is more likely to happen? Like, probably Keely Ringo. So let me just go for that. So the fact that, like, they were like, oh, no, 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 we're going to get Brents, hometown kid. And and one I'll say this one of the most underrated parts of this draft class was all of their like welcome to indie videos they were phenomenal like make you want to run through a brick wall like you know sort of especially uh, Josh Downs Downs's yeah Ooh. Ooh, Josh, all Josh the Downs, um, by far the best the best video yeah yeah absolutely I, so I, yeah and I think that's just throughout the whole draft I don't think yeah. any player had a video like him. That had yeah. me out in the backyard running routes like it was the old days again. <laughs> and the and the fact that uh the fact that Reggie Wayne was pounding the table for Josh Downs, yeah, like yes, yeah, that that makes me happy. Well, and yeah. you gotta you gotta think about this too. Like 
Josh Downs, I think it's probably going to end up being your T.Y. Hilton replacement, right? Like you, you haven't really seen that sort of um, wide receiver, smaller body can cut up the field like that uh, in so long, right? You've been trying to hope and pray that you could get it out of Paris Campbell, which you didn't really get it. Uh, there was no one else on the roster who could do it. So now that you have Josh Downs, by the way, who was also drafted in the third round like T.Y. Hilton, um, you know, I think you're going to see that play out really nicely. And the fact that Anthony Richardson and him are already uh, forming a bond, I think is great. Also, one of the underrated parts that's coming out of uh, rookie uh, minicamp was the fact that Josh Downs' cash radius is like astronomical. Catches just about everything that goes his way, which is music to anybody's ears. But when you, when you turn Brandon on the tape, you see that. Brandon, what, Brandon Stokely. I was getting Brandon, Brandon Stokely, Stokely vibes. For, okay. For okay. Yeah, I could see that. Because but when you, you when you turn on Josh Downs' tape, you see like his catch radius is crazy. And I always always talk about how he, even though he's five, what, nine? Five, nine. He plays mm-hmm. like he's Quentin Johnston size, and Quentin Johnston plays like he's Josh Downs size. Josh Downs size. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean <laughs> you you see it in his tape. It's it's crazy. It's a hell of a pick, I, I think. Um, and I mean, even if you continue to go through the draft, like all th- three corners was insane to me. Um, but I, I, I love it. Um, I think the other pick that is interesting is we talked about this last night too was the Will Mallory pick. Yeah. Um, crazy, crazy speed for a tight end, but you know, Ballard loves his athletes. Um, and it's interesting because one of the questions posed um, this week was like, okay, well, you, Colts already have like so many tight ends. Like, what are you going to do at tight end? And I'm like, well, Mo Ali Cox can still get traded. Uh, somebody's going to be a, you know, a roster bubble guy. It could be Kylan Granson because, hey, they haven't really utilized him as much as they should. And they, I'm not even quite sure they like that he even fits in the offense anymore. Um, so that might be a possibility. Uh, obviously, Pharaoh Brown was signed, but I think he could probably likely be a cut, you know, as well. You don't know what you have in Drew Ogletree, like, and you've been missing the blocking abilities of Jack Doyle now for a while. So I was thrilled with the Mallory pick, and I figured they might draft a tight end, although I thought it might be Payne Durham. Um, but I, I'm i not mad at that pick at all. Um, I don't think that there was oh, a wasted pick at all. Although I will say the Titus Leo pick, like, threw me for a loop just that a little was weird. bit. Just a, yeah, just a that, little that bit. Pick was but weird. I don't think it was a wasted pick. It was just like a, I need somebody to explain this to me sort of pick. Yeah. You know what? I, I've, I've looked at uh, – well, he doesn't have enough video uh, for me to see. But some of the stuff I've seen, I mean, he does, he's quick twitchy. And I think one thing that Chris was trying to get was more speed on the field. Because let's be real, our, our DNs – just haven't produced that speed effect and it's not even them drafting you know josh downs and you know just getting you know players like you know juju Brents. i mean you want to add some athleticism to the field because we've been looking very sluggish out there the past year or two and yeah i feel like that that titus leo he's of course coming out i think he's going to be a special teams guy but I feel like he's going to be able to – I think they're going to try to mold him into a defensive end. So that's what I'm he – That's what. so, like, he – Titus Leo played corner. He played defense and then he played linebacker. Like, he – so, like, he's played a whole gambit of things. And, I mean, I think that's one of the things they probably like about him, too, is his versatility, right? Like, he can 
he can do a lot of different things. And even if not going out there on an island at corner, you know, specifically, but even line up in the slot maybe a little bit to guard tight ends. Um, so I think that he gives us a little versatility. But, I mean, of course, he's probably going to be a special teams guy. That's what he's going to start out as. And then he'll work his way up the roster, hopefully. Um, but I wanted to touch on what you were saying, Meg, about Will Mallory. I love the pick because he's a hurricane. So, you know, <laughs> I got a hurricane on my, you know, my favorite team. Uh, so I love the pick. Um, also, he's very – He's very reliable and um, he can play in line. He can line up in the slot. He can line up out, you know, outside. He can give you a lot of different things from the tight end position that I, the same things you can get from Colin Granson and he's a better blocker. So, I mean, he does make Colin Granson kind of expendable at this point and even Mo Ali Cox expendable at this point. And that's all depending on how Ogletree comes back too. So, um, I really like the pick. I, I had a couple mock drafts with Will Mallory in there. I'm surprised we took him though, because I really didn't think we were going to go there. <laughs> but I, I like it. I like the pick. I think one of the picks that surprised me as well, not only the Titus Leo, but um, Evan Hall. Yeah. I, I felt like there was a couple more running backs on the board that we could have went, but instead listen, we got him. Listen, what? Evan Hall had a good senior bowl, so you know he, Ballard he had loves a good senior bowl, bowl. Yeah. And, and he's a Ballard type running back. Right. And the combine. Right. The combine. That's what I was just about to say. the goal line every, every time. Every <laughs> drill, he was running to the end zone. Every single drill. Like, that is a motor on a kid. So And he can catch. His catching ability isn't bad. So he, he provides us a, a, a little bit more versatility at the uh, running back position as well, especially with Shane Steichen, which we had a running back like that. And Naheem Hines, he just was never used. So um, Thank you for that, Kane. <laughs> Now we bring one back. <laughs> Miss you. So do you think he's going to take Deion Jackson's spot? Somebody getting cut. So like yeah. the thing is what like so Zach Moss got paid, Deion Jackson got paid, but somebody's getting cut. Like there's no way. There's no way you could keep you could draft Evan and then you're not going to keep four like that. Um yeah. I think it's probably I think it's probably Deion Jackson if I had to guess because Zach Moss actually turned it on pretty nicely towards the end of the season. Um, and I think that they like what they have in him. I would say this for, for Evan Hole, like I think he would be a really nice one-two punch with, with JT. Um, He's a great complimentary back. I was going to say, I think that's what they were. That's what they're banking on. Um, plus, I mean, I want to see him succeed because the incredible hole is such a great nickname that I want to <laughs> say it all the time this season. Uh, Listen, we got we got first downs for Josh Downs, touchdowns for Josh Downs, and now we got the incredible hole. I I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, I guess so. What you're saying is you want to see him score a touchdown on the Titans and call them puny gods. (laughs) (laughs) I want to. I want to see Evan Hole succeed. Yes, yes, that is that is the goal. Plus, I listen. I I. Y'all know I love a good pun. And I and with Naeem Hines gone, I couldn't say Duncan Hines anymore. Like, I was really disappointed here. <laughs> so the fact that we have incredible hole, I'm like, yes, let's do it. I need all my puns back. Quick question. What about if we, in the preseason, we have incredible hole and Yosemite Sam in that backfield? Oh, my gosh. Ooh. Boom. Oh, my Boom. God. Please. Behind the – do we still have French and fries? Are they both oh going to be yes. – <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh 
Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I just knew too. you were about to say that. How did I know that? <laughs> yeah, your city, hey, just... incredible hole, French and fries. <laughs> gonna be a wild listen, preseason. Man. It's gonna be a wild preseason. And just hey, also listen, man. Uh, imagine the backfield with AR and Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> Pick your poison. Pick your poison. It'll be nasty. But speaking of the season, speaking of the season, today was the schedule drop. It was the schedule drop. And, you know, the Colts pissed me off a little bit. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> they pissed me off a little bit. I seen everybody on Twitter being petty as hell. Every team being petty as hell with this, you know, this season or the, the schedule drop. And the Colts just silent, not doing nothing. I'm like, bro, like, can we can we have a little fun with this? And then I mean, once the schedule dropped, they put out Buckner and Grover Stewart eating the schedule. I didn't even watch that. I haven't wow, you should have because it's hilarious. Okay, um, I, I'm going to watch it, but yeah, I, I, I haven't watch watched it, it yet. You should have. You should have. I mean, but that's uh, – come on now. That's pretty on brand for our Colts-like content team. I mean, like, it, And that's it, not a, it's it's not a slight just... to them. It's just you kind of know what to expect. Like, they're not going to be like the Panthers content team or like the Chargers or the Cardinals or, the or anything Cardinals. else like that. Yeah. Like you just kind of know, like if they were, I mean, I would be, I would be here for it. Cause I kind of like the chaos, but you know, I kind of knew that they would stay like, you know, kind of in their lane and, and do something on brand. Y'all know the little, uh, the SpongeBob video with Squidward is looking out the window, looking yes. at SpongeBob <laughs> and Patrick having fun. Yeah. I posted that today and I said, me watching every team besides the Colts. <laughs> <laughs> be petty on Twitter today, and you know that was me because I'm just like, that's funny, but I'm mad. <laughs> I mean, listen, what you should be mad at is the fact that, well, maybe I'm not mad in in hindsight, but the Colts have zero zero prime time games. Um, I'm not mad that about when you win four crime. games, Meg. Yep, <laughs> I know that's Chip. why I'm like, yep. I'm not really mad. <laughs> but no, but... listen, Chip, the Broncos were ass. And they have pure teeth. Pure teeth. Rogers is well, gone. Uh, all, all right, let me go farther. That that's what happens <laughs> when, when you completely screw the pooch when they give you primetime games. Cowboys. To be fair, though, if I had to watch another Colts Broncos type of game in primetime, my eyes are still bleeding. I, I, said, I would have flown to the game myself then and said, "Just cut this off." <laughs> I think I think that game alone was the reason why we didn't get any. Uh, you might be right, honestly. Like between that but again, game the and Broncos the Cowboys had game. a game. The Broncos got games, but it's it's Russell Wilson. Like that's the main Russell he's Wilson, not, Sean Payton. Payton. He's ass. Payton. I, listen, I don't care ass. if he's terrible or not. I'm just letting you know, like why you're, Russell Wilson, Sean Payton is two reasons right there while you're getting prime time. A Broncos, Broncos. D tackle screaming at Russ Wilson's face on the sideline is must see television, and that's why the Broncos <laughs> get at least one prime time game. I mean, because you know, you know, it's going to happen at some point. Like you just, you know, it, it's but, probably going to happen. But hold but I'm on. not mad that we didn't get prime time games. I'm not. I'm. We allow our young quarterback to grow in silence. I, love I mean, that. we have nine. <laughs> we have nine one o'clock games. So by the time and, anybody sees these games, they will be done. And, and, and our young quarterback gets four division games in the first six weeks. Thanks, NFL. Yeah, two years yeah. in a row. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. no, remember last year. Last year it was worse because it was like uh, we was damn near finished with our division by week seven. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. we yeah. only had the last game against the Texans at the end of the season. Yeah, 
But still, though, who comes up with this, though? Because I'm like, that is brutal. It's completely brutal because we were the only ones in the division with a schedule like that. Like, mm-hmm. everyone else has their games, like, kind of split. And they were like, you know what, Colts? Yeah. Here, take this. Like, <laughs> Although this year it might work for us because last year it bummed me out because I felt like we were the more talented team. And then we got to play teams and we weren't ready because the shortened preseason, our starters aren't out there. This year it's kind of weird on the other side of the coin. And so now the Colts might, you know, be able to steal one against Jacksonville week one because they're not as prepared, even though they might be the better team one through 53 like we might. So when I first saw it, I was like, thanks a lot, NFL scheduling czar, whatever, if if you call yourself that. But, uh, you know, uh, but now I'm kind of like, okay, well, maybe this works for us. But no, I I, I'm very frustrated at the number of division games in the first six weeks. But. After that, it doesn't get so bad. I mean, at least you don't start the season in Jacksonville. It's Jacksonville at home, so you might actually win that game. Jacksonville at home. So let's let's look at the schedule, right? So we got we got the Jacksonville Jaguars at home, um, September tenth. Houston Texans in Houston, September seventeenth. Maybe Josh Downs can go out there. I mean, he is, you know, kind of like you know, uh, ghost reincarnated. T. Y. Hilton reincarnated. Both five nine, about one seventy, one eighty. Yeah, I don't know. NRG might be in for something, but uh, we go down to Houston. Then we go to Baltimore, um, September 24th. We go, the Rams come to us. Titans come to us. Then we're in Jacksonville week six. <laughs> I mean, but hey, Anthony Richardson, he's from he's from Miami, played football in Gainesville. He worked out in Duval. Build that storyline. Go ahead. Build the, it. The curse, the curse <laughs> might change. The curse might change here. Here right now, you know, who knows? But then we got Cleveland at Lucas Oil, New Orleans at Lucas Oil. Uh, we go to Carolina, Frank Wright, get to see him again. Um, we're in Germany playing the Patriots. Then we have our bye week, week 11. Tampa Bay Bucks come to us. Tennessee, we're, we're in Tennessee for that one. Week 13, Cincinnati, we're, we're there for week 14. Um, Pittsburgh Steelers, Atlanta Falcons, Las Vegas Raiders, and Houston Texans to end the season once again. I could we still could we be playing for a pick at that point against the Houston Texans like I mean, we were this year? What's, what's your what's your what's your like reasonable take on? And I do mean reasonable. What's your reasonable take <laughs> on the Colts this season? I don't. I really don't expect us to do much, um, especially if we're starting Anthony Richardson this year. To me, it's a developmental year. Um, we, we got really young in the draft. We, we turned the cornerback position to one of our, our worst positions to the position that has the most depth, like offensive tackle has hella depth and they're all young. Um, Bernhard Raymond, he put on what, 17 pounds this off season. Uh, so that might be a good look for us at left tackle for real, for real. Um, but we got really young in this draft and I I think it's going to be some growing pains. Um, so reasonably, I think we'll probably go somewhere around like six and 11. Okay. Um, good. I, you I don't, I honestly don't see us winning double digit games this year. I, I don't see us winning double digit games. I mean, we could no be t- anywhere b- between six and 11, nine and eight. That's what I, I really see that we're at. Oh, you took mine. <laughs> oh, nine and eight? No, but that's my oh. range right there. It's a very nice range, by the way. You yeah, have between six wins and nine wins. Uh, that's where yeah. I'm at. I'm at no, I mean, I'm feel, at six I've... six wins for them. Uh, that's what I could see reasonably happening. I mean, if we just happen to have a, I'll say this, a better, a really better season, maybe eight. 
games, like we come away with eight. And I don't think AR is as far. He's not as far off as I originally thought. Um, and I, I honestly think he needs reps. Like, I think that is the big thing for him is reps and um, being consistent in those reps. I, I really think that's what he needs. I don't think he needs to sit. Um, and at first I was like, yeah, he needs to go back to college. He needs to sit at least a year. You know, he's a two year project, whatever, whatever. But going back and looking at some of his games and looking at a lot of the things that he does at 20, he just needs reps. <laughs> he just needs a lot of reps. That's it. Cause he does a lot of, he does a lot of good things already. A lot of things that you, you can't necessarily teach. So, um, yeah, so being, I, I think it's six and nine wins. So with that being said, do you guys feel like he needs to play a lot in the preseason? Not that first drive and out, second drive and out, and then the third preseason game, he's not really playing at all. I, I would say yes. give him the preseason reps. Like just let him yeah. let him out there and fly. Um, because the thing is, like, you know, we've been saying, and I think Chris has been saying it for a while, so it's reps, 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 and patience for him. And the thing is, if you want, even if you don't throw him out there week one, let's say that you don't do that, you don't feel comfortable with him, you still need to get him live game reps, right? And I think for him, what will determine whether or not we see him week one is one, how he does obviously during training camp, how he does during the, the preseason. Um, they could very much, you know, hey, send him out there and let him fly. Um, but I think for him, it's it's very much how can he absorb? Is he go? I mean, these NFL defenses are a lot faster than you know a lot of the defenses he's seen. You know, he can be fooled with coverages, things like that. So obviously, like so far, he's looked about how you thought he would in like the rookie mini camp. Like, there's been nothing where I was like, okay, no, he's like blown the doors off. No, but. In order to get to the point where he's playing at a franchise quarterback level, you've got to get him reps. And that comes with preseason games if you, you know, believe in and getting them those reps. And then then you make the decision from there whether or not you're going to see him. But I've always yeah. said, like, plus or minus six games. Like, I think by game six, you're going to see him out there um, if yeah. you already haven't. Like, they're not going to let him sit, and it's not going to be, like, you know, week 15, and we're just now seeing Richardson. I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. Peyton Manning led the Colts to a 13-3 and record in his second season, and he did that because he was out there the first season taking his lumps, leading the team to a 3-13 and record. Leading the league. So I'm in the camp that I'd much rather see Richardson <laughs> on the field. Yep. Take the lumps, get the experience, and grow. Yeah. And see, one of the things, too, is I think Richardson has even said, like, I learned by I need reps. Like, I need to be on the field playing in games that's how that's how i'm going to learn and i mean and i i mean as a competitor i understand like you just want to be on the field but if somebody is telling you like hey this is how i learn this is the best way for me to learn and get what you're trying to tell me i mean because he's a smart kid from everything i've seen like he's he's been in the playbook he's been doing different things jim bob said he was picking up things you know in camp and rookie mini camp and everything but being out there on the field there's nothing better than game reps I mean, me playing football as long as I like all the way through college and everything, it's one thing to do stuff in practice or like write stuff on the board, but actually getting out there against other teams that don't know what you're doing and um, and they don't care about your well-being <laughs> and getting that live game action. It, it's nothing like that. And I, I think that's what he needs. I mean, he got he got it his last year in college and even throughout the season, you saw him grow. Even within games, you saw him grow from first quarter to fourth quarter. You saw him grow in those games. 
and there's there may be a play where he missed something in in the you know in the first quarter. They go back to that play in the third. He hits what he missed. So you you saw the growth within games. You saw the growth within the season. And I, I like Chip said, go out there, let him take his lumps. Um, I mean, Peyton what through twenty eight interceptions his rookie year or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, has the record at this point. Yep. Um, <laughs> so uh, let him go out there get his lumps and who knows what happens second season, you know, second season, you may, t- you may see a sophomore jump rather than a sophomore slump. Hold on. I don't Now That's what is that? A rookie record or actual record record? Cause I think Jameis has the actual record. It's the rookie record. Okay. Yeah. yeah the 28 is the rookie record. Yeah. Jameis has the record. I think the record record, <laughs> <laughs> the all time record. I, yeah, I oh, think no. Jameis has that. He's having too much that was fun. That's he, went, he went 30 for 30. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's when he went. That's when he went ESPN on us, thirty for thirty. So, um, but I, I honestly, I think, I think the floor is six wins. Um, I have them going maybe ten and seven. I think they can squeak out a couple, a couple of surprise wins. Um, I think uh, Pittsburgh is one, um, and maybe. Uh, maybe the New I would Orleans. love to get. I would love to get my get back against the Ravens. I would absolutely love that. If that <laughs> was one of them that we could squeak out. I, you know what? You know what's crazy? I'm actually surprised that's not a primetime game. Then mm-hmm. with Lamar and Ar, they both have that dynamic. Even though mm-hmm. it's a rookie, but you know, this been comparisons to Lamar. But I mean, um, yeah, Minshew yeah. against Lamar is just not as exciting. You know? No, yeah, I, I think uh, it's because they don't know who the thinking, starter yeah. is. If right. it were a later week, it might have been like a position to be flexed later on in the schedule. Like but the, since it's week yeah. three, the Steelers game, I think is a flexible game. The Steelers game is. is a flexible game because it's a TBD game, and so you know, is the the week seventeen it, game so or the week the eighteen game. Houston yeah. game for some reason. Let's go. Hey, we CJ Stroud. Hey, listen, if CJ Stroud and Anthony Richardson are both up for offensive rookie of the year, Damn. that game is getting flexed to prime time. You gonna have you got to. You yeah. got, to. got to. You have yeah. to flex that game to prime yeah. time. I mean, but if it's not, please keep it at like a one o'clock game. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, or if not, yeah, send us the send us overseas for that one too. Get when that get that one over by yeah, noon. Make that a 6 30 a.m. game for the West Coast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey. Nah, don't put that game on. Listen, that's another thing that's gonna be like fireworks, like last season's game. Uh, Listen, listen, I was so ready for that game to be done that that's all I see when I saw that in week eighteen. I was, I almost tossed my phone when I uh, when I saw that come through, and I was like, oh, this is absolutely like one of those where they were like, yeah, both these teams are gonna be so terrible. Why not torture people again? (laughs) Week eighteen, it's going down, like. Like I think that the, that would that had to be the thinking because there's no way that you saw that Colts Texans game and was like you know what yes give me more of that this is what prime me for the playoffs yeah. like, that's <laughs> what I'm saying like yeah I I don't know what they was thinking with that um I really don't <laughs> um <laughs> but uh listen I hate the fact that we're playing the Patriots in Germany yeah um. That's an early game, six thirty in the morning. It's fine. You're for, for me, for me. Yeah, because yeah, I, I say six thirty in the morning, man. I got for say. the rest of y'all. That's about nine thirty. You know, mm-hmm. for y'all. yeah. Um, it's fine. 
Yeah, it's not fine for me. Fuck, bro. Listen, it is the season. Any any football on at any time is going to be watched by me. I mean, that's that's uh, that that is correct. Like it is the season, so you know, football is on. I'm gonna be up. It just sucks to wake up at six thirty and still be laying in bed and have to watch the game on my phone because. I'm not going to get up to come out and watch it on the TV. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Say, it frustrates me that you talk about wanting to get a get back against Baltimore. Listen, I still have PTSD from all those losses to the Patriots, and we finally have a winnable game against a Patriots team we can beat. So naturally, we have to go to Germany to play it. (laughs) Thank you, NFL, once again for all your favors this year with the schedule. I mean, you didn't enjoy enjoy that Patriots game last season? That wasn't the stuff of your dreams? It would have been in Gillette, so at least we're going from a away game to a neutral game. Yeah, that's yeah, true. That's I'll true. I mean, they yeah, loved you so much, Kev, that they were like, you know what? Neutral game site for Kev and his yeah. love of the Patriots. <laughs> and you know what was crazy? Yes, is I actually was going to try to go to that game. I was, you know, I'm, I'm trying to decide what games I want to go to and everything. And, I'm, and then I realized, like, dang, I can't go to that game. It's in Germany. I mean, I can, but I'm not forking over that kind of money. Yeah, honey. <laughs> we talk. We talking about probably about five bands just to go to that game easily. Yeah. easily. I mean, because if you're gonna go, you gotta make a trip out of it, right? Like, you can't just go and be like, "Hey, I'm gonna do a quick, a quick 48 hours in Germany." Like, that's yeah, not how this works. Yeah, you gotta works. make it like a week or something. I'm like, not doing is, 48 hours in Germany. Be a full experience that ends your week, you know, at at this Colts Patriots game. So yeah. That's that's a, that's a couple of stacks right there for you to go flight, you know, game, hotel, and yep. you know, gallivanting. But if you're chip, this is just a regular week at work for you. <laughs> yeah, it's like, or or you just stop by <laughs> in between <laughs> jobs. Yeah, depending on just, who you are. You know, he's like, hey, if you, uh, you guys, coming, uh, you guys going <laughs> tomorrow morning? Yeah, okay, yeah, me too. Cool, cool. I'll I see you. Know, I, I I have a feeling Chip is gonna show up in Frankfurt. No, <laughs> I got a feeling. This is a regular call. work week for Chip. He's like, oh, Frankfurt. Yeah, we go there. You know, just whenever we feel like it. Yeah, yeah. We're we're just here. Oh, the coast are here. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's nice. Lucky me. <laughs> He's like, uh, you guys think we have uh, time to uh, fit in this Colts game on the schedule? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, cool, cool. cool. <laughs> so, what what games are y'all? Uh, what games are y'all looking at going to this year? For me personally, because I have a whole itinerary for games I'm going to this year. Not necessarily for the Colts, but just in general, games I'm taking trips to. Um, but I, I am going to be Lucas Oil week one, September 10th, Ooh. Jacksonville Jaguars. Ooh, I will okay. be there. Very nice. Okay. I've got um, a couple. Oh, go ahead, Meg. Oh, you got yours? Yeah, I do. I have so I'm potentially looking at this this Texans game that's in Houston. So you guys know I went to one last year. Uh, I might have to hit that back up again, <laughs> potentially. Um, I think beyond that, there. So there's a couple games I could look at. The one that's at Jacksonville in Week Six. Um, there is one at Tennessee on this on the uh, December third. But there is another one, which is Colts Falcons. That is Christmas Eve. It is here in Atlanta. Um, I'd already planned on going to that game anyways, but the fact that it's a Christmas Eve game, uh, my husband <laughs> earlier was super stoked. And apparently we like we might have some friends that are going to go with us like already. Um, so, yeah, I think that would be a phenomenal. Your husband's a Falcons fan, right? He is a Falcons fan, yeah. yes. 
Um, and just let the record state that uh, the Colts did beat the Falcons the last time that uh, they played. And he had to politely wave a Colts uh, flag in the stands with his Falcon shirt on. So he was none too happy about that. It's a friendly, friendly bet. Still have the video. If you'd like to see it, just let me know. Uh, but uh, yeah, would not, would not be upset about that game as well. Uh, you know, the Benz is a, is a great, great uh, venue anyway. So yeah, that's going to be a great game. And, you know, as he always says, he's not about to let the Falcons ruin his Sunday, which is fine by me, which means that they're going to play terribly and the Colts will win. So book it. We can, we can definitely take that game. What about I you, mean, Jay? you guys are more than welcome to come down to Atlanta to watch his misery. I, you know, I would be fine with that. Hey, I, I, sounds sounds pretty good. I might put that on my list because I've got a few here that I'm looking at. I, I not included in our regular season, but I may actually attend the preseason game against the Bears this year. A buddy of mine over Bite Size Network lives in Indy and is a Bears fan. My dad and brother diehard Bears fans, so we may be getting something together for that. Uh, I'm also looking at week one, so Silu, I'll keep you, uh, I'll reach out to you if I end up over there, but um, because one of my, guys, don't kill me for this one, but one of my closest friends is actually a Titans fan who lives in Indiana. I don't know how that happened, but I'm looking at week five and week 13, probably week five, so that way we can go and and trash talk each other and, and spend a little less money on travel, but... If you have to twist my arm to go to Nashville for a weekend, I'll, I'll probably let you do it. <laughs> Other than that, I'm looking at, uh, you know, my family's in Indiana, so I'm looking at that, uh, the 26th versus Tampa, week 12, that's right around Thanksgiving. I might be only an hour away from Indy, so I might go catch that one. And and you know what? If, if, I, if I've had a good enough year, I might go down to Carolina and just scream obscenities at Frank Reich for two hours in the most polite, <laughs> friendly way. So there's my list, guys. Hey, I do want to say this. We do actually have two primetime games. They just happen to not be in the regular season. Um, preseason, <laughs> we, do, we, we play the Chicago Bears at 7 p.m. And then we play the, uh, the Philadelphia Eagles at 8 p.m. on Amazon you know, Prime. So Ooh. we do have two, you know, at least two. That was yeah. smart. Give us prime time when we know AR is going to play, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Nah, We're going to see Yosemite Sam out there on those. <laughs> mm-hmm. Definitely. He's going to be out there wilding. Yes. Yes. Get Yosemite Sam out there. He's so going live. Which games y'all prime. looking at? Um. I think that Jacksonville game, I'm, I definitely want to go to that. Um, definitely want to go to the Tennessee game here. Um, just to, you know, if I see – I might just sit on the Titans sideline. Just to, just to <laughs> yell at Will Levis. Like, like oh, no. Hell, bro. Like, you could have been here. No, you couldn't have. We didn't want you. Oh, my but, God. Um, I think those two games definitely uh, I do want to go to. Like I said, I Jacksonville, I just don't like them. Uh, and I want AR just to go off. I mean, first game of the season. Let's go. You know, they're not going to expect anything coming from them. I mean, I would say the first – if he starts week one, the first five to six weeks – is going to be very new to everybody that's going up against him. So they're not going to expect too much. They're not going to get too much film, even though you know, it's a sample size. But um, like I said, yeah, 
those two games, I, I definitely want to go to. I might hit up a preseason game, you know, just to just to go, especially that Chicago game. I know I got some friends that you know, are pair friends also. Unfortunately, I hate that for them. You know, <laughs> I, life. I send them I send them condolences a lot because that has to actually be like a um a mental issue. So uh, you know, just to go for the Bears, you know, that has to that has to paint. That has to be painful. So yeah, I saw a graphic boom of every franchise's uh, quarterback that had four thousand plus passing yards in franchise history. Uh, I, I would give you all three guesses to name the Bears quarterback, but no one's ever done it for that franchise, so they're the only one who's never had it. But uh, anyway, sorry, it's Chip's turn. Uh, Chip, what games are you excited about? <laughs> So, part of the problem of traveling for work is it's really hard to plan ahead to go to games. So uh, I'm going to have to see what, what my schedule is going to allow. Um, I don't know, maybe the, uh, the New Year's Eve game uh, against the Raiders, oh. but I'm, I'm not sure yet. He said he might be back in the States by that point, you know. <laughs> this alleged scheduling czar said, we're going to schedule the Las Vegas team in a game on New Year's, and we're going to put that game in Indianapolis. Okay. Right. See, I and I wanted to go to that but... game, and then I thought about it. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know about that one. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, it's New Year's Eve, like, and people. I got mean, kids. I told you, just just come to Atlanta for Christmas. It's fine. You know, I can't. I gotta. I gotta be here with the kiddo. Bring the kiddo too. It's fine. Like everybody, everybody, <laughs> Christmas in Atlanta. It's totally fine. I love it. Christmas in Atlanta. I wonder I mean, what I will, I will only be like six hours away from home, so that might work. See, six listen, hours away from Jacksonville. Listen, I'm trying to help you out. I'm trying to plan strategically. You come, you do a stop in Atlanta, then you go to Jacksonville. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I'm about I mean, to say it's for work. My hopes up, That's yeah. how I'll get out of college. <laughs> sorry, guys. I got. I have to go cover the Colts game. I'm so sorry. It's it's my job. What do you want me to do? <laughs> <laughs> all right did anybody did any of y'all have anything else because yeah. that's all i had i just wanted to go over the schedule and you know the draft because we didn't get we didn't get to get together and talk about the draft um like i said each of us was doing our own thing meg was in the tropics chip was traveling the world uh business was booming for boom and you know me and kev was just sitting in the cut you know just chilling <laughs> just just <laughs> Firing off funny tweets, you know, getting people upset. (laughs) (laughs) Starting fires and walking away. You know, that's what we do. That's what you got to do, man. That's what you got to do to start a fire, throw the match, and just You guys fight over it. Yeah. Yeah. You can at me all you want. I won't see it. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. At me all you want, because I won't see it. <laughs> but now, do any of y'all have anything else to talk about? Anything else to say um, regarding those topics? No, cool. Looking forward to the next one. Yeah, yeah, me too, for sure. I'm, I'm looking forward to the season, man. Oh man, it's gonna be a long season. This is gonna be funny because I feel like it's gonna be a stark contrast to last season when we were using it to like lament about the season. Yeah. Um, whereas this season is going to be like, eh, we got no expectations. It's fine. Like <laughs> exactly. If, if no our young guns go out and play and th- they win four games again, it's a totally different uh, four it's a different feeling season yeah. than yeah. what we had last year. 
Yeah, it's a it's a totally different feeling. But then also that means with those four wins. Junior is coming back to Indy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, yes. And can I say, I, f- I almost forgot about this. For the first time in many years, I'm seeing non-Colts fans talk about how hyped they are to use our team in Madden. So I will also say, for us Madden gamers out it's there. W. Oh, my God. A Colts dynasty will finally be fun. And you won't have to, like, blow it all up right from the scratch. Right, oh, man. I'm excited. You always have to do that. <laughs> and uh you know, this is goes out to EA. Do not mess this game up for 2020 uh what is it? Madden 24. Don't mess this game up. Please make this game the right way. You know and they are. You, you know they are. I know. They definitely going to have some glitches in there. <laughs> if, if we don't do, they they do gang, you know. Bring if they the do, we got to start a petition. Start a petition. Get EA off the Madden train. Give it oh to somebody gosh. else. Give it to 2K. Are Give we talking like, are we talking like, I want Jeff Saturday fired type of position? That kind of yes. levels? Yes. Yes. Okay. It's oh, a I'm talking release the Snyder Cut levels where it actually gets done. <laughs> yeah. there, where all of Twitter is like, boom. Yeah. Because all of Twitter will be behind us on that. So like, it's. <laughs> no and good. I actually signed that petition to get EA off of Madden. Yeah, I signed it twice. You see, hey, they still dragging their feet about NCAA. So, yeah, they are. They are. Uh, but you know, thank you all for those who have watched, those of you who are listening. Um, you know, it, it's going to be a really good season. Well, for us, because we have no expectations. Hopefully, y'all don't either if you're Colts fans. Um, <laughs> hey, hey but, thanks to y'all in the comments, too. Uh, Come yep. join us Thanks next to time. everybody in the comments for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, we appreciate y'all. Y'all are the reason we do it. Plus, we have a lot of grief that we want to get off our chest. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but nah, we appreciate y'all. And until next time, peace. Peace. Gallop, gallop, let's go. Oh my gosh, boom. <laughs> <laughs>